want to officially say greetings and salutations to everybody locked in right now. Those tuned in on TuneIn Radio on the night shift with DJ Kevin Stew. Big ups to those on NIE Radio to New Jersey. Big ups to the Motivator. Remember you can catch Motivator on Motivation Thursdays. And also on Saturdays. These are the things that I would do if I could change the world. Big ups to those on the Foundation Radio Network, ClintonLindsay.com. Catch Clinton midday till 3. Whatever I want, whatever I want. The one and only Mr. Lindsay. Yeah, man. MCM1. Big up to those locked in on PEMGTV.com. Those on CR7. Those who follow the podcast, The Night Shift to DJ Kevin Stew, or the YouTube channel of the same name. Big up to you. Say thank you to my segment sponsor, Paul CMG, Paul C Media Group. They do everything you see here on KevinStew.com and more. Whether you have a church service, a funeral, a wedding, a seminar, a graduation, a party, you name it. You have an event you want to stream live on a secure platform, your own platform maybe. They can hook you up. Get them a call. 754-999-1140. That's 9-754-999-1140. You can also check out Paul CMG dot com if you want to check out Paul C Media Group online every other day would be Christmas yeah. we would feel a pain hit them up and tell them hey listen I heard DJ Kevin Stew talking about you I want to know what you can do for me I have an event that yeah let it start that way and let it go from there that's the way I would do it if you believe there's another way to do it fine go ahead you do it that way what policy media group 754-999-1140 gets you in touch with them it's real talk wednesday i want to say big ups to those locked in on facebook live inviting you to call a friend tell a friend friends of your friends friends of your enemies enemies of your friends and your enemies too Call everybody, let them know. It's real talk on the night shift with DJ Kevin Stew. Big ups to those who are locked in at the home of the night shift with DJ Kevin Stew, kevinstew.com. We're encouraged to have acceptance through enlightenment. So glad to have each and every one of you. I couldn't do it without you and I give you my word I wouldn't even try hey Dave you're early tonight how you doing bro if I could change the world so do you believe you can tonight we're talking about beliefs and we're not talking about it from the angle of you know, this is my religious belief. Or, uh, we're going more general than that, a little bit more general than that. But let's look at the concept of belief in to, to, to get us started. And, and this is just from my head, from Kevin Stew. This is not anybody's writings. This is not anything. You know, where do beliefs come from? Now, of course, my general general idea of it comes from various readings that I've done, various um, podcasts I've listened to, uh, in, a, in, in large part from 
the four agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. I don't know if, if, if any of you are familiar with the four agreements. If not, get familiar with it. It's, it uh, four agreements changed my life. And you would think that it was something phenomenal. It's really basic stuff. But when you sit down and pay attention to it for a moment, it really does put things into perspective and change things for you. And there's also the fifth agreement that was written with by Don Miguel Ruiz and his senior and his son, Don Jose Ruiz, whom I had as a guest on this broadcast, what, uh, two years ago? I'd like to think it was. Now, one of the things that struck me, and it really just makes simple sense, is that your beliefs are pretty much what you were taught when you were younger. That's what it boils down to. So, on, yeah, both his sons, both his sons, Kelly Don Miguel Jr. and Don Jose, phenomenal. And if you check in, you check out my YouTube archives, you will catch that broadcast where I, I, I had a nice chat with Don Jose Ruiz, um, author of My Friend the Rattlesnake, co-author of, of um, The Fifth Agreement. So the four agreements basically is go along, go along this line. Be impeccable with your word. Uh, do not take anything personally. Do not assume and always do your best. Those are the four agreements. And the fifth agreement is be skeptical, but listen. So, real cool. Arvel, big ups, big ups to you, Arvel. It's, it's, it's been a minute. Much love to you, bro. Give the family my love also, please. So, here it is. We have beliefs. And we hold on to those beliefs and we hold them dear. For whatever reason, you know, it's, it's like there's nothing beyond our beliefs. Whether religious or political or academic, whatever it is, scientific, whatever it is. We, we hold on to those things. And it, it, they don't seem to ever be able to be changed. But in the same way that you learn them, you can unlearn them. And, you know, it's, it's like being colorblind and believing that something that you see a particular way is a particular way. <laughs> but you're colorblind, so how are you going no different? You know, so that's, I guess, as simple as I can put it. Uh, Kelly can 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 pretty it up in many different ways because she's good like that. Um, and and Kelly, Doctor Kelly, feel free to call in at any time. Put in your two cents, three cents, dollar. You know, cent, five cents, ten cent, dollar. Any any amount you want to put in, <laughs> because you know the line is always open to you. Numbers to call, numbers to text. Seven seven three seven eight nine stew seven seven three seven eight nine seven eight three nine. How do you feel about your beliefs? You can call, text, WhatsApp, Telegram, um, to to get on in. Of course, I do invite y'all to jump into the stew pot on kevinstew.com. What the stew pot is is what others call a chat room. But because we're fancy on kevinstew.com, it is the stew pot. It's where we keep things interactive and bubbling. It's a judgment-free zone. And remember, kevinstew.com is where you go to have acceptance through enlightenment. That's what we encourage. So come on over. Jump on in. You can remain anonymous. There are no comments that are considered stupid. There's no such thing. Because all opinions and comments are welcome. We just ask that you keep it respectful. Right? You can remain anonymous. You can put your name to let us know who you are so we can interact directly on a more personal level. Yeah? Cool. Um, so, oh, and going to kevinstew.com, you don't need to register. 
you don't need to sign up for anything, you don't need to give your spleen or a firstborn, make a blood sacrifice, none of that. All right? Real open, real simple. Now, according to psychology today, and I'm going to put my own opinions in there as we go along the way. According to psychology today, and um, a psychologist um, uh, by the name of Ralph Lewis, sorry, Lules, L-E-W-L-S is his name. He says, beliefs are a slippery concept. And the question is asked, what actually are they? Now, philosophy has long struggled to define them. And I, I, I don't know if any of, of the listeners here tonight have a definition of their own when it comes to beliefs. In this post-truth and ideologically polarized world, we need a better understanding of beliefs. I agree. As a psychiatrist, Dr. Lule's job frequently involves identifying distorted beliefs, understanding how they are formed, and helping people to learn to be more skeptical of their own beliefs. Now, let's consider a helpful evolutionary framework for making more coherent sense of what beliefs really are and why mistaken beliefs can often or sometimes be so hard to change. Well, first of all, what makes them mistaken? Because it is not the belief of the majority. What makes a belief mistaken? Then we'll also look at how to gain a more accurate grasp of reality and how ultimately to advance society. Now, I don't know about you guys, but for me, the, the, the concept of living a good life, I don't know if it is one where in my reality, you'd find unicorns and leprechauns because it's so far-fetched. But it is far-fetched because I guess I can't find a group of like-minded individuals to start a community of our own. I don't know. But <laughs> we can share as we go along, right? Cool. Beliefs are our brain's way of making sense of and navigating our complex world. They are mental rep representations of the ways our brains expect things in our environment to behave and how things should be related to each other. The patterns our brain expects the world to conform to. These are our beliefs. Beliefs are templates for efficient learning and are often essential for survival. You know, I grew up hearing belief kills and belief cures. And it does, because the mind is such a powerful thing. The brain is an energy-expensive organ. So, it had to evolve energy-conserving efficiencies. As a prediction machine... It must take shortcuts for pattern recognition as it processes the vast amount of information received from the environment by its sense organ outgrowths. Beliefs allow the brain to distill complex information, enabling, enabling it to quickly categorize and evaluate information and to jump to conclusions. The brain is very active, you see. For example, beliefs are often concerned with understanding the, th the causes of things. If B, thing B, closely followed thing A, then A might be assumed to have been the cause of B. You know, cause and effect, right? That's what we learn. These shortcuts to interpreting and predicting our world often involve connecting dots and filling in gaps, making extrapolations and assumptions based on incomplete information and based on similarity to previously recognized patterns. In jumping to conclusions, our brains have a 
preference for familiar conclusions versus unfamiliar ones. As a result, our brains are prone to, well, making error. Sometimes seeing patterns where there are none. And this may or may not be subsequently identified and corrected by error detection mechanisms. It's a trade-off between efficiency and accuracy. Think about this for a moment. Here it is. Actually, I'll use a real-life situation, something that the scientists from back in the day, psychologists from back in the day, Pavlov, for, uh, as, as to, to be uh, precise. His example, Pavlov's dogs. We were talking about, about um, jumping to conclusions. So, and, and it speaks to conditioning. Here it is, Pavlov had his dogs, and every time he would put meal, his, the, the dog's food into these containers, it would make a sound. And so, the dogs hearing the sound would come running because, what? They expect to get fed. They, this is what it was. The, the sound of the container meant they were being fed. So what? You do not the, not the container with it empty or make a noise with the container with it being empty. And what happens? The dogs come running, salivating and all. Conditioning. So their belief is that the sound is equal to being fed. It's a belief. And so we live our lives this way. So no, they didn't have to relearn what it meant when they heard this sound. They heard the sound, they knew it was food, and boom, bang, bing, it's a done deal. Now, I digress to the information at hand. In its need for economy and efficiency, or energy consumption, um, sorry, efficiency of energy consumption, the default tendency of the brain is to fit new information into its exist existing framework for understanding the world, rather than repeatedly reconstructing that framework from scratch. Pavlov's dogs. Now, it seems likely that the processes in the brain involved in abstract belief information evolved from simpler processes inv involved in interpreting sensory perception. Since we experience the external world entirely through our senses, we find it hard to accept that these perceptions are sometimes subjectively distorted and that they are not necessarily reliable experiences of objective reality. People tend to trust their physical senses and to believe their perceptions even when they are hallucinating and no matter how bizarre their perceptual distortions. People will layer explanations on top of their perceptions of reality to explain away contradictions. And we find this happening over and over, time and time again. This has been happening for the past... Mm, how long now? We're in October of 2021. Throughout, this, throughout 2020, I would say from, what, February 2020? At least when, when the lockdowns started through today in October of 2021. That's basically what has been happening. Layering explanations on top of perceptions of reality. Yep. If you don't believe me, go and check back. Check back. <laughs> Kelly Ray says it's, it, it's been happening since the beginning of time. But let's, let's use something <laughs> more relevant, more um, recent, if, if we would use that. Uh, hey, Dora. How are you? Big ups to the, our friends down there in Brazil, Radio Crystal Gospel. Much love to you guys down there. Now, we give our subjective experience too much credence. And so, we give it to our beliefs. We will more readily explain away evidence that contradicts our cherished belief by expanding and elaborating that belief with additional layers of distorted explanation. 
rather than abandoning it, abandoning it, abandoning it. Try to say abandoning five times fast. Abandoning that fundamentally or, or, or even fundamentally reconstructing it. We'd rather hold on to it for dear life and add to it and add to it and, 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 and find excuses, find reasons, find whatever it is that will support that belief rather than just simply realizing that, hey, maybe, just maybe, I had this all wrong. Just maybe, every time I was told that this part, if I, if I, if I swallow bubblegum, it will tie up my intestines. Remember being told that as a child? Or if you keep making that, that face, your face is going to get stuck in that position. Remember that one? Now, can you imagine believing that? Here's one. And I was reminded of this one as, as I went over the four agreements again. I, I was listening to it on audiobook. Here's a story. Woman, mother gets home with a headache. And her daughter was singing. All in our own little world and singing up a storm. And because the mother is frustrated, the mother has a headache. It caused the mother to head, headache to get worse. And as she's there, she just shouts out for her daughter to stop and tells her that her voice is ugly. Now her daughter takes this and believes it. Here we go, the belief. And as a result, boom, she doesn't sing anymore. Now this daughter could have had a beautiful voice. But she decided, you know what? My mother told me that my voice was ugly. Here it is. The one that I trust the most in this world is telling me that this thing that I have is ugly. And so she never sings again. And 20 years later, she still doesn't sing. Why? Because that was the story that she was told. Now, it wasn't true, but she believes it. So, here's a concept. Fact and belief are just about the same thing. Wild concept, right? Now, go ahead and correct me if I'm wrong. However, even the concept of right or wrong is up for debate because of one's belief. So, before we go on this break and we say see you to... to um, Facebook Live. You were thinking about the the frozen face one, Julie. Um, Kelly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we we were all told the frozen face one. Hey, Julianne, how you doing? So, here's a concept, a fact. Now, it is a fact that you were told that if you keep making that face, your face will remain that way. Is that information? factual basically is it true so we have found that it is not true or we have stopped making that face because we believe that it was true now is that belief true well no it is not so just like we are given facts all the time it is a fact probably because it is documented but is it truth? Therein now lies the difference. And with that, we're going to have to dig a little bit deeper. Over and over again, we're given facts as they are presented by someone of influence. It is a fact that Christopher Columbus um, quote-unquote discovered places like you had Columbus Day in Jamaica in, in, in the United States which passed uh, what a week ago which is not observed anymore it's no indigenous people day but in Jamaica for I grew up hearing that 
Christopher Columbus discovered Jamaica. But if you read the story some more, you'll find that he said he found people there. So if you go somewhere and there there is something there already, there are people there already, there is civilization, how is it that you're going to discover it? So it's a fact based on history books that people on another in another part of the world believe that Christopher Columbus discovered this place in another part of the world that's a fact but is it factual that Christopher Columbus discovered Jamaica no it's not because people were living there it wasn't lost it existed it's just that he stumbled upon it. So it's a fact that he stumbled upon Jamaica when he did. There you go. So now that belief that he discovered Jamaica has to change based on the truth. All right, I'll let you let that marinate for a while. Um, Christopher Columbus was a drunken sailor who discovered he was lost. <laughs> I love that, Kelly. <laughs> I, I really love that. <laughs> All right. So we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we talk some more. Looking at beliefs and what they are and why they are so hard to, to break. Call your friends, friends, tell your friends, friends of your friends, friends of your enemies, enemies of your friends and your enemies too because this information works for everybody, right? If they don't want it, that's fine. They don't have to take it. But let them know that it's available. Come on, come back, go to kevinstew.com. I pinned the, the, the link. Oh, yes, greetings, Dora. We're going to jump off Facebook Live. I pinned the link in the comment section for those of you guys on Facebook, do use the link. Come on over. I like the company. So come on over, jump into the stew pot, interact with me the same way that we are interacting here on Facebook Live. It's just one click away. All right? Cool. So we'll be right back after these few messages. Pulse Media Group, innovative streaming and recording has done it again. A new way to get your business in full view of your neighborhood consumer through AdShare TV. It's available in your neighborhood today. It's easy. Just call us. 754-999-6020. Become a host today and place a TV monitor in a strategic location so it's easy to see. Get a one-minute video ad or longer that plays anywhere in our network. Can't be a host? No problem. For a few dollars, we'll run your 30-second video ad. A host can run announcement specials like buy one get one free or discount ads. Let's turn your flyers into a 30 second video with music or a voiceover or let us create and run your video ad with a spokesperson. Take advantage of our early enrollment discount. Join us today. Your ad will be seen at least 30 times per day in your AdShare TV neighborhood. It's easy. Just call us 754-999-6020. AdShare TV, part of Pulsing Media Group. Reggae Global Entertainment presents the brand new self-titled album from Yushka with nine great songs. Oh, baby, let me love you. Be grateful for life. Shake you down. What else can I do? Babe, come over. My, my, my. It's our time. For your love, I'm falling. Yishka, nine great songs available on all streaming platforms. 
Available now. Imagine having our own Caribbean center. Imagine a museum highlighting our history and the contributions of Caribbean people to the world. Imagine being able to visit and learn about the islands we call home in a place where our kids can see and feel their cultural heritage. You can make this vision come to life. Help us create this first of its kind space that all Caribbean people can be proud of. Your contribution to Island Space Caribbean Museum will help this dream come true. Visit islandspacefl.org slash GoFundMe. Visit islandspacefl.org slash GoFundMe. Visit islandspacefl.org slash GoFundMe and donate today. Yes, my people. Check out I Red Funks on Reggae Global Radio every Saturday at 8 p.m. with Kev Stew. We all give you a pre-life. Brand new. Good for you. Kick it like a ball if you don't see a dance hall. You hear that? Hey, I'm representing for DJ Kevin's Stew. Working on the night shift. The night shift radio show. Won't go changing like the weather. Just to please the devil never. Will DJ Kevin's Stew sell his soul? That's a word and honor. It's to represent word and honor. It's the last year DJ Kevin's Stew. Wanna welcome you back to the broadcast. Bouncing out to the sound of burning spear in the background. Track called Christopher Columbus. Yeah, I guess since I brought him up, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I do want to remind everyone, those here in South Florida, GMAT Music Solutions presents Rhythm of the Heart, the October edition, happening at Valencia's in Margate, Florida, at 5801 Margate Boulevard. Tickets pre-sold are $10, there's more at the door. Tickets available on Eventbrite and with yours truly. So you can connect with me for a ticket to the Earth Date celebrations of GMAC himself at Rhythms of the Heart, the October edition. And I want to say thank you to oh, to my segment sponsor, Althea and her healing heavenly hands. Althea issues a licensed massage therapist operating out of Broad County, North Miami, Dade, and South Palm Beach counties. She comes to you bringing her tables, her oils, and of course her healing heavenly hands. Give her a call, 954-655-9000. That's 954-665-9000. You can also email her at theolate at att.net. She only has one request outside of paying her that you get off her table and go sleep somewhere else when she's done. And she she made that a little bit of a rule just because I would always fall asleep. Right there on the table. She's not even done with the massage. I'm out. I just have to take her word for it that she did all that she said she was going to do. I'm fine with it. I believe her. Again, numbers to get you in touch, 773-789-STEW, 773-789-7839. You can call, you can text, you can WhatsApp, you can Telegram. So, continuing with this information, courtesy of psychology today, looking at beliefs. 
Primitive nervous systems evolved in simple organisms, in part to serve the function of homeostasis, a dynamic psychological state of equilibrium or st stability, a steady state of internal conditions. Homeostasis is structured around a natural resistance to change, following the same principle as a thermostat. Now, the lower, primitive parts of our human brains maintain homeostasis of breathing, heart rate, blood pressure, temperature, energy balance, um, and a variety of endocrine processes. So, too, beliefs preserve a kind of cognitive homeostasis, a stable familiar approach to processing information about our world. We should expect that the homeostatic function that defined primitive brains would likely have been preserved as an organizing principle in the evolution of more complex brains. Certainly, complex brains are geared toward reacting, learning, and adapting. That's comes from training, right? But just like primitive brain functions, these adaptations are ultimately in the, surface, the service of maintaining homeostasis in an ever-changing environment. So, you know, they say practice makes perfect. Over time, if you practice to do something, then you become better at it. And if it is in the case of self-defense, here it is now, your homeostasis, that preser preservation of self. If a certain condition comes into play, if, certain, if people start to do certain things, you defend yourself in certain ways. Why? To preserve self. Cool? Cool. So radically reconstructing our belief system and creating a new worldview engages, engages parts of the brain involved in higher reasoning processes and computation and is consequently more effortful, time and energy consuming. Now, I guess you can say the brain is lazy, but with the brain doing that much work, how then can you say the brain is lazy? Well, if it is going to go off a set of predetermined parameters for an end result to an event, then, because it doesn't want to learn new things, then isn't that the, pretty much the definition of being lazy? So the brain often cannot afford such an investment. Yeah. <laughs> now, this would explain why, when we experience cognitive dissonance, it is easier to resolve this dissonance by comfort um, this, this discomfort, sorry, by doubling down on our existing belief system ignoring or explaining away the challenging, contradictory information. Again, here we go. So, for those who, and I'm, I'm going to use one that, that causes quite a bit of conflict, because, you know, I can do that. For those who grew up in church, if someone says, okay, prove to me that there is a God, it becomes, well, prove to me that that thing that you're feeling that is moving the trees right now is the wind. And, and that, a lot of times, ends up being the response. Because you can't see it, you can't touch it, you can't taste it. You feel it. But how else can you describe it? other than a feeling. And so the belief that there is a God is a feeling. Are feelings tangible? Can you pick up my feeling and give it to someone else? No. But I can tell you what I'm feeling and you can relate to it because of having previous experiences and hearing what I'm saying to you, you can relate to it based on, here it is again, your brain 
forming coming to a conclusion based on a previous experience. So, <laughs> where do you go from there with your beliefs? Do you hold hard and fast to all your beliefs? Or as you learn something new, you apply that to your life as it is right now. And you basically take what works for you. Now, in doing so, where does that put us? Does that make us fall in line with what we're quote-unquote supposed to do or does that put you in a place where oh i think differently from everybody else so that makes me odd just thoughts just my thoughts dj kevin stew's thoughts that wasn't based on the information that i'm presenting courtesy of psychology today and dr lul now, but going back to that information, another important factor accounting for resistance to changing our beliefs is the way our beliefs are, are so often intertwined with how we define ourselves as people. Wasn't this what I was just saying? Our self-concept. Now, indeed, beliefs are associated with a part of the brain integrally involved in self-representation. The ventromedial prefrontal cortex we want to feel that we are consistent with our behavior aligning with our beliefs we constantly try to rationalize our own actions and beliefs and try to preserve a consistent self-image it's embarrassing and quite often costly in a variety of ways to admit that we are fundamentally wrong so, should I address this wrong or right concept now or wait till later? Well, since it was brought up, here is DJ Kevin Stew going off on a tangent once again. The concept of right and wrong. Who determines? Is it based on popular popularity of that particular thing? Is it okay? True story. Someone I know and love dearly, someone I know personally, um, told me the story once of being a left-hander amongst all family members that are right-handed. So much so that the price for using her left hand was punishment. So here we are. Because we all grew up on the concept of you do something right, you get rewarded. You do something wrong, you get punished. We all grew up on that concept. So here it is, based on that concept, whatever it is that we're doing and we're getting rewarded, we keep keeping that because that feels good. That reward feels good. So we believe that that is the right thing to do. Not realizing that this right thing is based on the preference of someone else. So someone that is in charge, someone who, is, is, is in, who has authority, Someone of, of power can say, this is right, and as a result of this being right, and me having the authority, me having the power to do this, that, or the next thing, I reward you for doing the right thing. However, you do something that is not in alignment with that belief of it being right, and now it becomes a wrong thing. Case in point. Someone is homeless and hungry. So they don't have a job. They're homeless. They live out on the street. They're vagrants. And you have a box of chicken. And you happen to go and sit in a park. And they frequent this park. And 
you have your child with you and your child runs off and you put down the box of food and you run off after your child because, of course, it's a big park. It's not safe. You're in a section of the park. It's not safe. You're not at the playground. Your child run off, runs off, you run off behind them. And that vagrant who is hungry takes your food. Now, did they do something wrong? We are led to believe that it is the wrong thing to do to take someone's food without asking. Now, had this vagrant not seen that you ran off after your child and just saw this box of food just sitting there and went and picked it up and said, Hey, thank you, God, for this blessing. Because you knew I was hungry, I prayed for some food, and here it is, you provided it. Do you still think that the vagrant was wrong? Because here it is, they didn't know that someone left it there only to come back for it. All they saw was food. They were hungry, they prayed for food, and no one around. People throw away food all the time. So, again, are they wrong? Is he wrong at this point? It, it changes your concept of right or wrong when you look at it that way, doesn't it? So, and there, there are many, many more scenarios that you can create. Go ahead and create your own. Feel free. But apply that concept to everything else that you were taught was right or wrong. And where does that leave you? What now do you believe? In many cases, people have a lot invested personally in their belief system. They may have staked their reputation on a particular belief. Not infrequently, people structure their whole lives around a belief. And this, is, this investing may go far beyond a sense of self, extending to large material and financial investments or a life's career. A change of belief for such a person would obviously involve a monumental upheaval and may entail intolerable personal losses. No wonder it is so hard to change our cherished and entrenched beliefs. That basically explains why it would be hard. Because so much is invested. And whenever we have this type of attachment we really can't let it go can we or we find it difficult to do so a lot of our belief framework is learned at an early age from parents and other adult authority figures many human beliefs are the culminative um, cumulative cumulative Boy, what is wrong with me tonight? Are the cumulative products of millennia of human, human culture. Children are strongly predisposed to believe their parents. And as adults, we are inclined to believe authorities. It's a perpetual cycle, right? This is how cultures are formed. One individual in authority then starts to make laws. The, the in other people in the community now abide by those laws. And there are people that are set in place to make sure to enforce that those laws are adhered to. The structure of our society. It is not surprising that our brains have evolved to more readily believe things told to us than to be skeptical. This makes evolutionary sense as a strategy for efficient learning from parents. As a social tribal species, it promotes group cohesion. Some of you might remember some time ago I did a, a broadcast on groupthink. We have a tendency as social beings to go with what the masses say. So if you are 50.1% in agreement, that becomes 
the norm and the right. Forget what the 49.99 think because they're in the minority and majority rules. See how that works? People can be swayed by persuasive individuals or compelling ideas to override and reject their previously received authority. Sometimes this is rational, but sometimes it is not. People are susceptible to influence by charismatic ideologies and by social movements, especially when these offer new attachments and new self-identities imbued with more powerful affiliation, validation, esteem, and sense of purpose than the individual previously had in their life. So now you have someone with a louder voice, someone with a bigger bankroll, someone with more charisma telling you something, and boom, it becomes the new belief. I guess... One could say that's how cults are formed, right? But what is a cult? Is it that religious structure that does not conform with the masses? Hmm. One would wonder. It's time for another break. And when we come back, we're going to talk some more. Inviting you to call your friends, tell your friends once more. Come on over, it's real talk right here in the Night Shift of DJ Kevin Stew. We go through this segment and then we get into musical therapy. Tonight, we're talking beliefs. What do you believe? How did you get to the point where you are now with your beliefs? Do you think they can be changed? Should they be changed? Do they need to be changed? Things that make you go, hmm. We'll be right back. Making great music is one thing. Sharing it with the world, that's another. Let the professionals at Reggae Global Entertainment help you to another level. Specializing in artist management, booking, public relations and marketing, and promotion. Reggae Global Entertainment can help you with event planning, websites, photography, and video production, press releases, legal services, and graphic design. They can even help you with music production so you can get the sound that you want every time. Call Reggae Global Entertainment at 954-804-8199. That's 804-8199. Or visit them online at reggaeglobalentertainment.com. Matthew 28:19 says, Go ye therefore and teach all nations. With this in mind, and encouragement received during a South Florida media conference, the Church Links was birthed. The Church Links is an interdenominational worship service portal for churches, providing the tools to spread the word through technology in a cost-effective way. The Church Links www.dahchurchlinx.com Your links to worship and praise. Greetings and salutations. This is DJ Kevin Stew inviting you to bubble up and simmer down with me in the Saturday Stew right here on Reggae Global Radio. Get ready for the special segment called The Secret Ingredient, where you may hear from your favorite artist or producer. Saturday Stew happens every Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time exclusively on ReggaeGlobalRadio.com, where we get high on reggae. Teddy Greaves Jr. with six brand new songs out now on his brand new EP, Teddy Greaves Jr. with songs you know and love like Can You Stop the Rain? One Last Cry. Can't Get Over You. Wait Too Long. You and I. You and I. 
and One Last Cry, the acoustic version. Teddy Greaves Jr., now available on all major digital platforms. Teddy Greaves Jr. Hey yo, this is Caramante letting you know that right about now you are logged on to DJ Kevin Stew on the night shift. Don't move. I never told you. If I never told you I love you. Just know that I do. It's easy to now the question is, do you believe me? Yeah, that's a million dollar question right there. I want to say thank you to my segment sponsor, Reggae Global Entertainment, for sponsoring this segment of the broadcast. Reggae Global Entertainment will take care of your tour management, your bookings, your publishing, your trademarks, legal service referrals, music production, marketing and promotion, and so much more. Give them a call, 954-804-8199. That's 954-804-8199. Or check them out online, reggaeglobalentertainment.com. In the background, the sound of Royce. A track called If I Loved You. If I loved you, you would know. The question is, would you believe it? Would you know it because I told you or would you know it because it has been your experience? How would you know? Talking tonight, our, our, our general subject area tonight is beliefs. And we've been looking at some information courtesy of psychology today. Now, science as according to the article, values the changing of minds through disapproving previously held beliefs and challenging received authority with new evidence. That's what science typically does. Already, you can see where there's a problem here, right? Challenge? Oh no. Why would you want to challenge? Well, this definition of what science is, is in sharp contrast to faith. And we're not talking about just religious faith. Faith is far more natural and intuitive to the human brain than is science. Science requires training. It is a disciplined method that tries to systematically overcome or bypass our intuitions and cognitive biases and follow the evidence regardless of our prior beliefs, regardless of our expectations. doesn't matter what our preferences are or even our personal inv investment. The increasing application of the scientific method in the last four centuries ushered in unprecedented accelerating processes in humanity's quest to understand the nature of reality and vast improvements in quality of life. Discovering just how mistaken we collectively were about so many things has been the key to sensational societal progress. Think about this. If today you would go back in time with the knowledge you have today. Think about how people would look at you. If you told them that there are people driving around on streets that don't have, with, in, in vehicles that don't use gasoline, they'd probably tell you that you're crazy. Let's say you went back, what? 50 years. 
40 years, 30 years even. They tell that you're crazy. If you told someone that you had a watch that you could make a phone call on, they would tell you that they only see that in cartoons. That's something that, that people do on the Jetsons. That's not real life. Let's go back even further than that. Let's go back a few centuries. Medieval times. People have um, horse riding horses and, you know, their, their way of life is, is farming. And you go and you tell them that you were playing the stock markets and you made several thousand dollars. They'll ask you, what craziness are you talking about? And then you, you, I don't know, do a simple experiment, create a generator and have, find some way to generate light. You create the bulb. You recreate the bulb. Because now you're going back in time with today's knowledge, right? So you re recreate the bulb. Of course, they're going to believe that what you are doing is black magic. If you go back to a time where there is something life-changing was going to happen and you get there just before it happens. Let's say just before an earthquake, just before a volcanic eruption, just before something, a, uh, you know, someone dies, someone is born, whatever it is. And you say, hey, this is going to happen. And it happens. One of two things will happen to you. You are going to be held in high esteem. And people are going to flock to you for information. Because you are all knowing. Or you're going to be burned at the stake as a witch. You choose. <laughs> But seriously, this is what would happen. And this is based on just knowing what you know now. So science has a way of addressing some of those things. And, 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 and so here it is. You have your knowledge of what life is and how things are supposed to be. And science comes around and says, hey, you know, if this is done this way and we apply this to it and we take this mirror and we put it to face the sun at this angle, then we can create this light in this section of this house or this building and it will save us whatever amount, however much electricity cost because now we don't need to use light in that section of the building. Science has taught us that. But prior to that, we believed that we always had to have these bulbs to generate light. And it's a simple belief that was changed by knowing how light is reflected from a shiny surface. Mind-blowing, right? No, not really. But apply that concept to other things in our lives. Imagine if each of us as individuals could cultivate a scientific attitude of rigorous critical thinking and curiosity in our personal lives and could experience an exhilarating feeling of discovery whenever we find we have been wrong about something important. Maybe, just maybe, it's time to stop thinking admirably about the faith and belief as if they were actual virtues. Whoa, that's deep. Why would someone even want to do that? Who would want to do that? But why not? Why wouldn't we want to do that? 
it is said that faith is based on belief without evidence. Whereas science, that is based on evidence without belief. Hey yo, this is Karamanti letting you know that right about now you are logged on to DJ Kevin Stew on the night shift. Don't move. You don't know about them now. Anybody who tell me something can't. What we're gonna do right now is jump into musical therapy. A little bit earlier than normal. But we're kicking it off with a little hairs around. leaving you with that little bit of a thought faith is based on belief without evidence science is based on evidence without belief the track is called man on a mission you know, anybody who tell me something can't do it they told them let me go hard up just want to say thank you once more to everyone locked in and listening and sharing thank you thank you thank you as we close out this real talk night say thanks to the affiliates foundation reader network clintonlindsay.com nie radio pemgtv.com thank you thank you thank you i want to say thank you to my second Segment sponsor McNeil Trucking. With McNeil Trucking, you're in good hands. Give me a call 954-406-9740 for your moving needs. Tell them DJ Kevin Stew sent you. And as we go, I want to remind you: look out for members of your community. And your community is not just the development that you live in, but it spreads far and wide. So those that you pass on the bus, on the plane, the boat, or the train, whether you walk, ride, or drive, these are members of your community. Do something good for one of them today because you never know who's going to do something good for you tomorrow. My name is DJ Kevin Stewart, so I like to do it to you, for you, and with you. Every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, right here, kevinstew.com. The night shift with DJ Kevin Stew. Catch you Saturday on Reggae Global Radio for the Saturday Stew, 8 p.m. Eastern. Yeah, you don't want to miss it. It's always a fun vibe. To get more musical therapy. Good morning, good afternoon, good day to you wherever you are in the world from right here in South Florida. I bid you all a good night. Greetings and salutations, one and all. You're invited to tune in to the night shift with DJ Kevin Stew. It airs on Mondays with community and finance, Tuesdays with healthy love, and Wednesdays with real talk from 10 p.m. to midnight Eastern time. Come spend some time interacting in the stew pot where we keep things bubbling and wind down in musical therapy. The Night Shift with DJ Kevin Stew is on kevinstew.com where you're encouraged to have acceptance through enlightenment. <laughs>